Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. Together with those who are present in the temple and those of you in the sky temple. Before we begin, just for a moment, just pull your spine straight. Open your shoulders. Close your eyes. Lighten your mind. Invite that peace, calming, cooling sensation in your eyes. Relax the facial muscles. Think of a beautiful flower opening, unfolding. Neck, shoulders, spine, softening the belly, get grounded, grounded. Just connect with that gentle rise and fall happening at the belly with each breath. Nothing more. Effortlessly, breath is coming in and breath is going out. Very mindfully, we imagine as the breath is rising from the belly towards the heart as we breathe in, and attention coming back to the belly as we breathe out. Just little vertical movement of our attention with each breath. As the breath rises towards the heart, a beautiful lotus unfolds in your heart. As the breath goes out, that lotus closes. Opening of the lotus on the in-breath, closing of the lotus on the out-breath. After the out-breath, keep the lotus open. Bring your mind towards the lotus. Let the breath come and go. Each petal of the lotus open in its perfection. Little dewdrops glistening.
Now we move our attention towards the center of the forehead. Pause the breath for a moment. Stilling your eyes, let the mind rest in the center of the forehead. Before you begin to tense, <clears throat> release the breath. Pause it again. Eyes still, mind still. Releasing the breath. Again, we are going to pause the breath. Mind resting in the center of the forehead. If you feel any tension, try to relax it just subtly. Holding the word expansion in the mind, not contraction, expansion. Slowly release the breath and open your eyes. Thank you for taking this time to just settle down. I'm just seeing everybody in front of me on the screen as well as in the temple. It's beautiful feeling to be with you. In the name of being spiritual, there is so much all around us. And so many books, so many seminars, so many workshops, so many Zooms. There is so much information around us. We cannot do them all. And what I have noticed, many people are just collecting information. I want to read that book. You read, you listen to podcasts, to watch videos, all this is helpful. But the real thing is doing it, being consistent with whatever your practice is.
there is so much emphasis on experience. Nowadays, lots of things are happening to give you an experience. Getting there, we can get somewhere, but if we are not able to stay there, and then it's not that much meaningful. How to stay in an experience? And that's what our practice, whatever it is, is all about. Wherever our mind is, that is our reality. Whatever we are thinking about all the time, that is our reality. And this is first thing we as spiritual aspirants have to really look at. What am I thinking most of the time? What kind of company of thoughts and people I'm spending my time with? What do I think of myself? What is my story? How much I'm caught up in my story that I have created with this mind? Just reading more will not help. Looking at ourselves will help. What am I identifying with? Asking ourselves that over and over and over again. What am I identifying with? All the spiritual traditions talk about God, divine self, divine mother, the, the great unknown, all the names. And the highest of them all is when there is no separation between me and that which I <clears throat> worship or aspire How many moments in my 24 hours are really absorbed in that? When there is no duality, when there is no me and the rest. Even five minutes. Do I have even five minutes of that in my 24 hours? Yes, we can spend hours reading a book. We can spend hours watching a video and thinking that I am doing the spiritual work. But how many minutes do I really sit separating myself from all the story that I am creating, that I am identifying with? And I'm not doing this to talk about it. 
to share it with somebody else. I am doing it for my inner experience. And that experience is so sacred that I don't need to talk about it. The moment you begin to talk about it, it, it begins to feel something totally different. The moment we begin to talk about it, we have already compromised it. We begin to compromise it for ourselves. We put words around that experience. Baba used to tell us a story that there were five moths. They were sitting around having a good time. They saw light at a distance. They decided to send one to go check it out. What is that? One goes, comes a little closer, turns around, runs fast, comes back and reports, oh, it's very bright. The second one was sitting by there. Ah, he didn't find out really what it is. I'm going. He goes, he goes a little further, a little closer to the light. He said, it's very, very bright and it even has little heat to it. No good. Ran around, came back. Third one goes even closer. And his eyes started getting closed. He turned around and ran. said, very bright, very hot, don't go near it. Fourth one, but went even closer and he got a little scorched. His wings got scorched. Turned around, said, oh, very bright, very hot. It's definitely not something to go near. The fifth one says, you guys are just useless. Let me go find out. He goes there and flies straight into the light. There was no one to come back and report. <laughs> he became one with the light. So the truth is, once you experience that, there is no telling. There is nobody left to talk about it. What is that experience that you just keep it in your heart? And that experience can, is anything can be spiritual. Only sitting and meditating with your beats and your mala is not spiritual. What is that experience that's so sweet in your heart that you don't need to talk about? Could be love for your child, love for your parents, love for a friend. That moment. In that moment, some inner thing has come to you. And you know, the very moment you put words around it, 
it won't be the same. Look for that experience through your practice, through your being in the world. The way I look at it, our spiritual practice is really not different than the way we conduct ourselves in the world. You have been practicing for many years. You have read many books. When it comes to living it, how hard it is. This is what we have to look at ourselves. Kindness, forgiveness, acceptance, tolerance. These virtues that we talk about, that we read about. And when we read about it, it feels good. A part of us identifies with it. That's why it feels good. But when the tire hits the road, what happens? Mind comes in and says, yes, but. No, there is no yes, but. If I'm really sincere about my practice, that is the time to really look at ourselves. We may slip and fall. That's okay. Is he being a human? We fall. We slip. But get up again and make effort towards that which you're aspiring to be. In our own life, somebody offers you something that is very unpleasant. What do you do with it? Our ego will come in and will, I'm going to make it straight, make it right. And then how much effort and time and energy trying to do that. At our ashram, we consider, the, we call ourselves Shakti, Upasak of Shakti. Worshippers of Shakti. What is that Shakti? Shakti means energy. Everything in the universe is nothing but energy. That's what we worship. That is the mother of creation. That is what causes everything to exist and do its appropriate function. Without Shakti, we cannot even wink our eyes. Without Shakti, our lungs will not inflate and collapse. It is the Shakti at the root of everything. Now, we all have Shakti. How do we utilize our Shakti. Where do we put our energy? That's what we have to look at.
if by practicing those divine virtues, I'm able to maintain my calm and not have to waste my energy towards these meaningless things, that is puja, that is worship. Looking at somebody's foolishness, if I can just smile and not get caught in it, that is puja. Maintaining the purity, the cleanliness of our heart is puja. Puja means worship. Any kind of thought that saves us from getting into confrontation is puja. Otherwise, most of the time, we are just serving our ego. If I'm identifying being a spiritual aspirant, if I say in this lifetime, I have to accomplish what I came here to accomplish, and that is to find my union with the divine, this kind of work needs to be done not only talked about, not only write about, needs to be practiced and lived. If not all the time, maybe once or twice in a day, recognize it. Yes, I did that. I took that step in that direction. How often do we find ourselves in the day when we are not thinking about ourselves? Think about that. When you are not aware of yourself, when you are not thinking about yourself, that is a divine moment. The moment you are thinking about yourself and your problems and your this and your that, it's your human moment. The moment you are not, that is a divine moment. Look what happens. When you are looking at a beautiful piece of art, a beautiful flower, smile of a child, or smile of your loved one. Are you thinking about yourself? You are totally absorbed in appreciation. When we are in appreciation, we are not thinking about ourselves. And that is the essence of all the teachings. When you get out of the way, all that there is, is God. And how much we are just fascinated by ourselves, we create a story and we just, everything is about me. The purpose of saying this is, please do think a little seriously. 
It's not just something to hear and let go or feel good for a moment. Practice. Practice it. Somebody has said, uh, said something. Somebody has done something. Can you free yourself from that? Can you free yourself from that? That's a sadhana in itself. And just to help us get out of our way, then there are all kinds of uh, things that are created, seva and sadhana. Seva, what is seva? Being of service to others. Doing something for the other without expecting anything in return. Selfless service. My fullness overflowing. So there are all different ways to express that. But the whole idea is that when you are engaged in seva, you are not thinking about yourself. You are in appreciation. And where you are in, when you are in appreciation, your energy is flowing in that direction. The shakti that we have, it's up to us where we engage it, how we engage it. Engaging our shakti in the direction that is creative, that is for the welfare of all, that is for the, my own connection with that higher power is puja. So please look at yourself, how and where do you invest your energy and it's something to look at. Find a little time to just sit, be quiet, not identifying with anything, just come to that vibrationless state. No vibrations are going out of you, no vibrations are coming in you. Can you connect with that stillness? Mind will come in and say, oh, I must be doing something. I should be experiencing something. There should be a thousand points of lights hitting on me or bouncing off me. No, nothing. You are in that state of absolute stillness. And it's not very long. Sometimes it's one breath long. This is why I give you these little pointers, little experiences that hold your breath, pause your breath. Think of stilling your eyes and still your mind just even for a moment. Once you have experienced that, maybe you could do it two times, three times, five times, ten times. Maybe just like placing a comma in the sentence of the day. Whenever you have a moment, just take a pause, stop your breath. Let your mind rest in the center of the forehead. Connect with any stiffness that's happening or, or relax it. Play with it. Spend a little time like this. And the day you begin to feel joy in these little small moments, you're living a life of practice. Mm -hmm.
Practice is not only sitting on the cushion. Practice continues in our life, the full life. And pay attention to the mind that comes and says, yes, but I got my problems. I got this way. Things should be this way. Things should be that way. When that comes, you have to even look at that. What are you identifying with in this given moment? The choice is ours. What life that I live that I don't need to talk about? What do I hold so precious in my heart that is my very own? Anyway, um, just looking at you, all kinds of thoughts come and I just throw at you and grab whatever is worthwhile and if something doesn't settle, just let it go. And But please do find a moment in your 24 hours mm -hmm. to just be that pure self that has no story, that has no, and taste that. And as you go out in the world, remember your identity. When you are in that world, there is no identity. But once you come into this, you have an identity and that helps. I would love to hear what's on your mind just for a very short time because we got a whole temple here and I want to to greet everybody here too. Shannon, can you open the rooms and? Yes, there is a question. Did you wanna? Sure. Okay. Um, in the state of silence of no vibration in or out, is there the possibility of negativity entering? If there is no vibration going out or coming in, just imagine how can something enter? Mm. So the recipient is not there. The delivery may come, but there, <laughs> there is nobody there to receive it. So it will go back where it came from. Thank you, everybody. It's wonderful to see you, and I can see each one of you, and blessings, and I start calling names by looking at you, then it will take a whole day. <laughs> Thank you.